Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Pastor Ryan Moore, and you are tuned into the podcast, Pastor, episode number 22. Oh, wow. We're at number 22 already. Um, this has just been a blessing. I know people are being blessed. Hey, I, I, I got to give a shout out to those who are tuning in. Um, we have some some new uh, countries joining us on the podcast, Pastor. Uh, we have Colombia, Saudi Arabia, Ireland, of course, United States of America. So I want to give a shout out to to those in Colombia. Um, I, I was I, I did ESL in my community for such a long time, and one of the things that I always would do is at the end of the class we would have a little exchange. Um, they would speak English to me, I would speak back in Spanish to them. So we were both practicing uh, each other's languages and, and building relationships. And so I got to say, hola mis hermanos y hermanas en Cristo, Dios te bendiga. I hope I did a good job on that. Let me know if I didn't. Uh, we got to correct that, you know what I'm saying? Help a brother out. <laughs> and it, but but when, I get to, when I get to heaven, oh, it's going to flow. It's going to be natural. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, we are back here for episode number 22. God bless everyone. Um, thank you so much. Hey, remember, continue to support the podcast past. I want to thank you just for, for tuning in, right, um, and being part of, of this episode and all the other episodes. Uh, continue to love it, like it, share it, and post it on your social media platforms. Today, I want to title this uh, podcast uh, 126 Days. What you talking about, Pastor? <laughs> 126 days. When you hear this podcast, whenever you listen to it, I want you to know that what has been in my spirit is November 7th is daylight savings time. That's when we fall back, right? We, we, we do spring ahead, but we fall back. So the, the clocks get set back um, one hour, right? And the, the, the next time that we will have this much sunlight, especially if you're, you're like where I'm at, I'm in the Northeast. That means the next day is up March 13th when we'll spring ahead, right? And we get more sunlight, we feel better. We look at life and the trees are blooming and all the good stuff, right? But that's 126 days. And like I said, I live in the Northeast and, and that is rough. That means you're, you're, wait, you're waking up, it's dark, you're driving in the dark, you come home in the dark, you're not getting much sunlight at all and you get the sad moment. I'll talk about that soon, right? You get depressed. You don't have much energy. And that's a 126-day period. It's colder. You may have seasonal climate where it, it's rainy, snowy, dreary. You get a lot of those days back to back to back to back to back. Y'all know what I'm talking about if you're living in the Garden State, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Delaware, Pennsylvania, right? You get it. So less light. Now, contrary to popular belief, suicide rates spike in the light of spring, not in the darkness of winter. In April, May, and June, the suicide rates go up and is the highest. So those numbers can be two or three times higher than in December when suicide rates are at its lowest. Now, 
what does that mean to me? I'm not, I'm not a doctor. Don't play one on television. But I would say this. I would think that most people don't do so well during this period of time of winter. Maybe they're inside more, less interaction, less sunlight, all that stuff. You're just gloomy. And what it says is when the spring does come, you, you didn't bounce back. Just because the sun is out more and you can go to the beach doesn't mean everything's okay. Your mental health maybe took a shot. Your emotional health took a shot. You went through some relationships that just didn't work. And you were hurt. You were crushed. What happened? You spent a lot of time in isolation. And maybe you said, I have no hope. I'm just saying that could be the case. And so what I want to do in this podcast called 126 Days is to give you some hope and give you a plan. The Holy Spirit spoke to me because last winter was rough. It was the winter of COVID, right? We went through all these months of being quarantined. Then we had, then we got out. The sun was out. It was hot again. People, we could, you know, you could get out a little bit more. You know, numbers were going down and then fall came. Numbers went through the roof again. People were scared again, right? We were indoors a lot. We were quarantining again, right? It was a rough winter. Now, this winter, this fall, we may see the same thing. Numbers don't look too good. We may be back where we started. I hope not. I pray that's not the case. But if we do, we better have a plan. So the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart. And it was it, well, while I was meditating with, with the Lord, doing my, my devo, as I always do, you know, slow down. Hear God. What is he talking to you? Spirit of God said, you're going into a new season. What is your plan? Right? Now, I don't think the Holy Spirit was just saying, you're, you, fall is coming, Ryan. What's your plan? I, I don't think that's the case. I don't think he was just saying, you know, winter will be here in 60 days. I, I don't think that was what he was saying either. I think he was saying, yeah, you, you have some seasonal changes going on in your life. In the sense of the you know the season of falls coming, the season of winters coming, but I I think he was saying to me, you're going you're going into another season. I'm preparing you for another season, and you have to have a plan. What's your plan? And so that meant I had to sit with the Holy Spirit. I had to have my time with God. I had to meditate. I was like, God, what are you what are you trying to say? The last couple of days, I was just thinking about this, and so I want to just bless you with it. I want to give you some practical things that I will be practicing to continue to, to be strong, to live well, and the, the season will change, right? But whatever that season is, from a spiritual aspect and also from a climate, you know, a climate aspect, I want to make sure that I'm healthy. I want to make sure you're healthy. So what can we do to beat and be victorious in our next season? What can we do when it comes to th this beating the, the winter blues? 
and whatever and, and what will that season be for you spiritually? So here's some things that we can practice. One, kindness. Oh, well, wait a minute. <laughs> practice kindness, right? The, the winter can be a downer for many people, right? Ever falling flakes spell sadness for many people. People already are, are getting a little, you know, oh my gosh, summer's over, right? Especially those, if you can't get out your house, if you have enough stamina and energy, you, you know, it, it, there's, there's things that we can do, right? So, you know what? Let's practice some, some kindness, right? Do you know your neighbors? Get to know them. Maybe you want to bless them, write a note of encouragement to them. What about a surprise to say, hey, I was making some some food and I, I wanted to just bless you with some if you want. Maybe it's sitting and have a conversation with them, listening to them. Right? But share with others. Practice kindness. Maybe it's a text message. Hey, I'm just checking. I want to see you. All right. How was your day? Right? Be, be Jesus to someone. Right? Maybe it's at work and you say, hey, you know, I'm going for some coffee. You want to come with me? I, I got you. Something that, what, get, puts a smile on someone else's face. And they say when you do something like that, you're blessed as well, right? So practice kindness. Number two, practice hospitality, right? Hospitality can sometimes get knocked out of our busy schedule or ignored or neglected. Why not use the time that we will be indoors, I'm talking to my Northeast people, right, <laughs> to forge some new friendships, Invite people over. Not, you don't have to have 20 people. Maybe it's a couple. Maybe it's two or three people, right? Get to know them, right? Commit to doing this maybe once a month in the winter. Who doesn't enjoy a friendly game night? Getting to know brothers and sisters or just establishing a friendship and having dinner, potluck dinner, potluck dessert. I don't know, but... Look forward to what? Getting together and enjoying each other. And if you did that, November, December, January, February, March, five months. Maybe each month you, you find a new person to invite right? from your circle. Maybe it's it's a coworker, right? Maybe it's a single mom or dad, right? If you have kids, maybe it's someone who has kids too, right? Now, I'm saying, hey, let's be safe as possible. Wear a mask, get the shot, whatever you want to do. But, <laughs> but the bottom line is practice hospitality. Maybe it's, hey, let's go for breakfast in the morning. It's calling someone up, right? Doing brunch. Practice hospitality, right? So you don't be alone. You forge relationships. Hey, another thing that we can do is read, right? Read. Create a challenge to read a, a good book during these winter months. Maybe you say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to go through about two books from November to March. All right. Read as many as you want. Real, realistically, don't be like, I'm going to read 20 books in two in, in three months or four months. In five months, I'm going to read 100,000 books. No. <laughs> you know, or 20 books in, in five months. Nah, we're not trying to do that. But push yourself to maybe 
read some of the books that's already on your shelf that you didn't finish or a different genre, right? Boost your mind, focus on those pages of, of, of the book that you're reading. Hey, maybe it's going through a, a biblical book or maybe studying a biblical character. Do something that's exciting, right? right? But read a chapter a day in a book, right? If a book has 15 chapters, read a chapter a day, that's, 50, that's that you've read the book, right? Don't beat yourself up. Just do something that's stimulating, that gets your mind focused and gets you energized, right? Hey, I'm saying to do this because they say when you read a book, it's like sitting at a chair with the author because he's he's giving you his thoughts, his or her thoughts, right? They, they say, check this out. There's a ratio. My next point here, there's a ratio, five to one. Experts say that when we greet a negative thought or we have a negative experience or a negative sentiment to overcome that negativity, we have to have at least five positive ones. Some studies say seven, but we'll look at five today. So we have to, what what can we do when negativity comes? Because negativity is going to come in, in those periods of time, right? Negativity is part of life. We live in a broken world, right? What can you do? You can speak positive things to yourself, right? You don't have to wait till Sunday service to speak positive things to yourself, right? So, so if that one negative thing comes in your mind, whatever that may be, go home that night and don't harp on it and, and you know, I'm a loser and I'm bad and I'm negative and I'll never. No. Think of those things that a pure and noble scripture says. So think about five things that you could say to yourself. Encourage yourself. Minister to yourself. Hey, let the peace of Christ rule in my heart because I'm a member of the body of Christ and I'm called to peace and I'm thankful today. Oh, that, that changes me. That, be strong and take heart. All you hope in the Lord, I hope in the Lord. I'm going to take heart today. I'm going to be strong in him. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. God has great plans for my life, right? So start to speak those things that are positive and good. I've been uniquely designed for a purpose, right? So those five things will knock out that one, right? I'm not saying, you know, be, be fake. I'm saying be real about it. Claim the promises of God. That's what they're there for. Start journaling, right? Start your own gratitude journal, right? Studies suggest that writing in a, in a, a, a journal at least three times a week, you don't have to do it every day. This is stuff that we can apply, my brothers and sisters. Studies suggest that writing in a, a journal three times per week might actually have a greater impact on your happiness than journaling every day. So be as specific as possible. Go to the dollar store, get yourself a little journal, right? <laughs> I'm not saying to break the bank here, but be as specific as possible in being thankful in your journal every day. Be grateful. So what are you grateful for, right? I don't know, be as simple as, I'm grateful for this cup of coffee and a muffin, right? But get personal. Focus on people whom you're grateful for as well that impact you instead of just focusing on yourself, right? So be thankful for your mother. Be thankful for your, your father. Think, be thankful for your coworkers, right? So look at this. Here, here's what you can do in a, in a journal. Th what are three things I'm grateful for? Write those three things down, right? Then what would make today great? Write those three things that would make the day great. Start you start your day off like this. It takes what seven minutes? 
right? Five minutes, right? Write a daily affirmation. Maybe it's a scripture. Maybe it's an affirmation. Maybe it's a quote, right? Write it down. Just one. And then what are three amazing things that happened today? What are great things that happened to you during the day, right? Write them down. You know, we're not, we're not asking you to write a book. We're just asking, I'm just, I'm just asking you to jot some, some, some thoughts down, right? And then maybe at night, you know, what could I have I've done better? Because we want, always want to get better, right? But what are you doing when, you, when you're doing that? Well, you're practicing the presence of God, right? Because you're thankful. Having a spirit of gratitude, right? Changes from negativity. I did this when I was going through my depression in 2017. I wrote every day three things that I was grateful for. And I got out of my depression. I want you to know these things work. God is good to us. He cares for us. He gives us so many gifts to overcome. So, hey, practice the presence of God. So what can you do? Pray, right? That's part of practicing the presence of God. 126 days, pray, pray every day, right? Pray for someone else. And then text them and say, hey, you know what? I just finished praying for you. You are prayed for today. What about if someone just sent you a text in the morning, you woke up and the first thing you saw was, you've been prayed for. Oh my gosh, changes everything. I get texts like that. Oh boy, I love them, right? So I, I, I sit, before I even get out of bed sometimes, I'm praying for people and I'll text them, you've been prayed for. You've been prayed for. Here's a scripture verse for the day. Oh, wow. You know, because you can get depressed and down and it's 78 degrees and balmy and sunny. <laughs> anyway, scripture reading. Read the word of God. Meditate on the word of God. Do a scripture shower. Reciting scripture, right? Listen to the podcast, pastor. <laughs> That's right. Listen to the podcast, pastor. I'm trying to encourage you. I hope you are encouraged. Hey, but but check this out. Scripture reciting. It's a spiritual practice. I'm going to just run through it real quick. Maybe one podcast will take time out to actually do it. But you slowly close your eyes, you center yourself, enter a time of prayer, quiet your thoughts, your worries on your mind, open your heart to the presence of God. Then begin to recite your chosen verse with each breath. You may recite it silently in your head, silently moving your lips or softly out loud. Pronounce the word clearly and slowly. Concentrate on the sound of each syllable. Continue reciting this verse with each and every breath, right? So when distractions arise in your mind, simply refocus your attention on the Bible verse that you are reciting. And so maybe it's, you know, um, uh, just a short phrase of the verse, right? Be creative. You can do anything, but it's it's continually reciting that that verse of scripture, right? And maybe it, you know, you're just you're just starting out, and you're just saying, hey, you know, um, like we did a, a scripture verse the other day uh, from Psalm uh, ninety four, verse nineteen, and maybe you just want to say, when doubts filled my mind, your comfort gave me hope. When doubts filled my mind, your comfort gave me hope. And just recite that, right? And then just take about 20 minutes of, of silence. If you're just starting out doing that, five minutes. Do five minutes and build yourself up to, to, to a larger amount. But as you're reciting that scripture, 
whatever your scripture verse is, you want to start to ask this question. Why did I choose this verse and why? Why did I choose this verse? Why did I choose this verse? What do you think um, of praying this scripture means in your life today, right? Will you continue to recite this verse throughout your day, right? Things like that. Hey, worship music. Put some worship music on. Put some gospel music on. Put some hymns on. Whatever taste that you like, put music on. What What does it do? It stirs your spirit up, renews you, right? Put music that's uplifting to you, right? Don't, don't be putting music that's going to tear you down, feeling all sad and gloomy. No. <laughs> uplifting music. Hey, if you need more light, put a, buy a happy light. They're $35 on Amazon, right? Or you can go to another place if you want. But... <laughs> Happy light, right? What's a happy light? It's it's a light therapy lamp that can be effective treatment for seasonal affective disorder. They call it SAD. That's what I was going to tell you about, SAD, right? SAD is associated with lack of sunlight that occurs in winter months because individuals taking less natural light in the winter compared to the sunnier seasons, they experience a drop in serotonin, the happy chemical that naturally occurs in our bodies. And this can make some people feel more drowsy and depressed. It happens. Light therapy lamps can provide feel-good natural lighting when it's not present in our environment. So if you feel as though that is a way to help you, go and invest in it. And But you know what? During those 126 days, we will see some days where the sun does come out. So get outdoors. Yeah, it's 42 degrees and it's a little brisk. Do a 10-minute walk and get back inside. But at least you've got some sun. That's right. You've got fresh air. You may have interacted with someone at the coffee shop. Go get your coffee. Go 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 take a nice brisk walk to the coffee shop, right? Get that AM walk in, that morning walk in. Still do it. You know, you'll feel good too. You know, weekends come, get some rays. Get some sun if it's a weekend and the sun is out and it's, you know, God's blessed us with 38 degree weather. Take a 10 minute walk, you'll be fine. Bundle up. Get your vitamin D take some vitamin C, have a good breakfast, okay? Weekends get some rays. Instead of sitting on the couch all day in your pajamas, which I tend to do sometimes, we all can do it. But what does that do sometimes? It could get us in the dumps, right? And exercise, get some exercise in, right? Exercise, you know, hey, even exercise indoors. You can run in place, walk in place. You can dance if you want, get some cardio going so you feel Refresh, renewed, and restored. Hey, I hope this blesses you, all right? I hope this blesses you. Um, and tell me about your your time. What do you do? You can message us, us on the, the Anchor platform um, and, and let us know what you're thinking. Hey, that's it for today. I'm, I'm out of time. Uh, but until next time, God bless you. Be encouraged. And let's stay focused on the Lord.